0: Get everything you need for your next job without the hassle at aquablumosaics.com. We carry everything from high quality pool tile, porcelain pavers, grout, fire and water features, and everything in between that you need to get your project done and put some money in your pocket. A literal showroom in the palm of your hand, we are the most powerful tool any pool contractor can have in their pocket. Become an Aqua Pro and save money on every order, get free samples, and have full access to our unmatched customer service. Easy to remember, hard to forget, visit Aqua. BlueMosaics.com.
1: thanks for joining us on another episode of pool magazine podcast today i'm chatting with terry wiltshire executive director for master pools guild founded in 1962 today they're one of the leading professional organizations in the pool and spa industry it's a pleasure to have you with us today on the show terry
2: well thank you very much joe for the invitation i appreciate it
1: Terry, before we dive in headfirst into our conversation, I thought maybe you could introduce yourself to our listeners and give them a brief overview about who you are, what Master Pools Guild is, and your role within the organization.
2: Sure. I'm currently the executive director of the Master Pools Guild. I've been in the pool and spot industry for about 15 years in this role for two and a half. The Master Pools Guild, as you mentioned, was founded in 1962 by a group of pool builders, actually in the state of California, that wanted a resource for sharing and supporting each other uh, through the industry. They were also working with uh, what is now Pentair and finding a good bit of support in that relationship as well. So in 62, They launched their initiative to bring in additional members. We are the only, uh, as far as we know, international invitation-only group in the industry. We currently have approximately 102 members, 80% in the U.S., 10% in Canada, and the other 10% sprinkled around the globe. Uh, Our mission really is one of sharing and supporting one another. We do not have members in competing areas by design so that when we come together at our uh, two annual meetings, there is a wonderful and open spirit of sharing and communication that's difficult to do if you're sitting down the table from your competitor.
1: Right. I mean, I think I first met you and Dick, the previous director, a few years ago at a dinner um, when Carol Gelati introduced us. Um, This is back when he first started discussing he'd be retiring soon. And I know you were a longtime special projects manager and stepped into the role as executive director back at the start of 2022. I mean, what's that transition been like for you stepping in as MPG's new executive director?
2: Fortunately for me, With the relationship that I've had with the group, building, starting part-time and building up to full-time and stepping into Dick's uh, position, he has always been a wonderful mentor, an incredible supporter. Uh, Our group is tight-knit, 100 members doesn't sound, in some respects doesn't sound like a lot, in other respects it does. They have always been incredibly supportive. We're a tight knit, uh, for lack of another word, appropriate word, family. So when Dick began to discuss the possibility of retiring and the board of directors approached me about considering moving into that position, Dick was wonderfully supportive, as you know, I felt like I had had the best mentor possible for years, and I believe that that has made the transition relatively painless. I think would be a good uh, a good word to use.
1: Well, that's good. Like we said, I mean, MPG's been around six decades. I mean, how has its mission evolved since its establishment back in '62?
2: In a lot of respects, I believe it has remained solid. Uh, communication, networking continuing education, supporting one another are all pillars of this organization. What we're seeing now, interestingly, is third and fourth generation members coming into their own, stepping into those ownership and uh, management positions. And one of the unique characteristics of the group is that these young people have grown up In the organization, they've seen, many of them have seen and visited and vacationed with one another two or three times a year. And now they have a rock solid support system within their industry to lean on. And I believe it makes a big difference in company transitions from generation to generation And that older generation being able to comfortably step aside, letting that younger generation take the reins, maybe oftentimes, I believe, at an earlier age than uh, may have been possible had they not been exposed to the group.
1: I think most people within the industry think of MPG as a buying group. A big misconception about you guys, right?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. While we do have a component of our program that provides a small annual rebate to our members Mm -hmm. based on their purchasing, overwhelmingly, our purpose is sharing an education We do offer our members a good bit of marketing assistance and assets. We provide educational support internally, as well as bringing in industry professionals. We have a wonderful relationship with Genesis, PHTA, and Watershape University. Those organizations have been incredibly supportive and have played vital roles, helping us to provide our members with. The continuing education they need to stay at the top of their game so that is really our focus i believe some of the confusion comes with the fact that every other trade association in our industry with the exception of course of phda truly is based on a buying group platform that's and and we are not so
1: Yeah, I was listening to a couple of builders talk about the organizations that they're in, and we were mentioning all of the other organizations that are out there. And somebody said to me, well, isn't MPG a buying group? And I was like, man, I think that's a big misconception about who their organization is and what they represent.
2: Absolutely. And I would like to think that we have great relationships with the other organizations and certainly, certainly a large amount of respect for them all. They all play a part. There are builders that are geared more towards a buying group platform. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's wonderful. Especially if they have a large retail component. It it just makes sense. Right. We, we just are not formatted that way. We are communication and education and support driven. And that's really our core strengths and where our goals lie.
1: Well, I mean, I know worldwide, you mentioned that there's over 100 custom pool builders in the MPG network, and you're a bit selective about that membership process and it's invite only. So not just any builder can become a member. What sets MPG apart in terms of the standards of construction for custom pools and how does MPG ensure that its members adhere to those highest ethical standards in their work?
2: Well, the membership application process puts the candidate through quite a vetting process. And part of that process includes references from former customers, which of course we know that anyone is going to give you references from someone they have a great relationship with, but we vet those references. We also speak with whoever they bank with. We reach out to vendors in the industry. Of course, the applicant will give us vendor references and that's great, but we have wonderful working relationships with the big four, shall we say, in the industry. And oftentimes we will reach out to them just to make sure that the relationship is rock solid. We talk to other guild members that are in the same or geographically close to those locations, you know, just to see if they have any knowledge of the applicant, you know, if they cross paths with them, what their reputation is locally, geographically. We also have a program that we subscribe to, a digital platform that allows us to run the business name through a grader, shall we say, that lists negative reviews and positive reviews, and it provides an overall score. And we use that. That weighs more heavily now than maybe it would have five years ago. I believe we've been using that program for about seven years now. And it's very enlightening, you know, what you see, what you see in customer reviews. Uh, You're not going to always be able to make everyone happy. We realize that. But overwhelmingly, it is very easy to see trends in in those reviews. And that weighs heavily into the process as well.
1: Well, you said you guys are a family, so it makes sense that you would have a very stringent set of guidelines about who you let into your family.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And we want we want to make the right choice and we want to make sure that we are the right choice for that organization as well. And you mentioned buying groups. Sometimes we're not the right choice. Oftentimes we are. It's a very exciting and happy process for us to add a new member to our organization.
1: Well, let's get back to that for a minute. I mean, these are foundational cornerstones for your organization, but I'd like you to speak about What ways integrity, honesty, honorability play a role in shaping the reputation of MPG and its individual members?
2: All of those qualities are extremely important to us. And as I mentioned a few moments ago about vetting a possible new member, an applicant through the online platform that we use, we also monitor our membership on a daily basis across all digital platforms Google, LinkedIn, Facebook, Yelp. All of those platforms are monitored 24 7 for mentions of our members. And in the case, which it's rare, but it happens that one of our members receives a one-star review on any of those platforms at 6.05 a.m. the next morning, a copy of it lands in my email inbox. And I will reach out to that member and make sure that they are aware because as you as you well know, oftentimes it's hard. It's hard to keep an eye on all of those platforms at one time. And at that point, we rest assured that the member is going to address it whatever it is. And, and it could be that someone walked on Mrs. Smith's petunias and she's upset or it could be a construction delay. It could be supply chain issues, or it could be an equipment problem, but we have no doubt whatsoever that our member is going to address it and work to make it right with their client.
1: Well, you mentioned some of those challenges that that builders are facing. I mean, in a dynamic industry like pool construction, how does the organization support them in overcoming some of those challenges you mentioned?
2: We would like to believe that we have an excellent relationship with our vendor partners. We have approximately 150 uh, vendor partners in what we call our preferred equipment provider program in March and October of every year when our members get together to meet we invite those vendors to attend as well oftentimes they do there are great networking and communication opportunities throughout our 3-day program and we feel like those opportunities foster great relationship building and in the instance where there's an issue for example the the unprecedented ice storm in Texas a few years ago We feel like the relationships we've built with those vendors help to support and aid our members on an unprecedented level. At our meetings, we have the decision makers in the companies and we have the people that can make things happen. In the vendor organizations. And when you get though the dynamics of those two groups together twice a year, I believe that 365 days a year, those relationships are supported at an increased level.
1: Well, I know education remains an important aspect of what your organization offers its members. How does MPG continue to foster collaboration and knowledge sharing among membership today?
2: We have so many different avenues of doing that. At our March and October meetings, on the front of each of those meetings, we work with the Genesis Organization and Watershape University to provide optional education for our members where members can come in early and take classes that oftentimes members have requested through surveys. There are numerous times where we open those classes up to non-guild members to attend. Throughout the year, we work with our vendor partners and our goal is to provide at least once a month an online education component of some sort. A few examples, we've had the team at Camera Eye present online how to use their product, the benefits of using their product. That's a great product. Yeah, it's a great, absolutely. It's a great product. We've had lighting companies do the same. Of course, we've had some of our bigger vendor partners, uh, Pool Corp, Fluidra, Hayward and Pentair, all have had the ability to uh, work with us and provide online education throughout the year. And we appreciate so much those relationships and their being able to provide that to us and to our members. And then at the meetings, the core meeting programs always provide an education component woven into those three days. So we feel like on all of those touch points, we are doing everything we can do to give our members the ability to get as much continuing education as possible. We do our best to have those sessions videotaped when we can. And we put those into a library that our members can go back to their offices with and use that to continue to train their people.
1: I hopped on masterpoolgills.com, the organization's website, and I was taking a look at some of the guidelines for candidates who are interested in becoming a member. Can you share what some of those guidelines are?
2: Okay, so some of those guidelines are that the business has to have been in existence for a minimum of five years. There can be no bankruptcies in the past. We ask that they build primarily gunite pools. There needs to be no other memberships with other associations in our industry competing associations. Those are the qualities that pop into mind right off the bat.
1: How can emerging professionals that are interested in becoming part of the organization, reach out and apply? They just hop right on the website or can they meet up with you at one of the trade shows?
2: Actually, all of the above we there's a place on our website that allows you access to the contact information for our office anytime anyone would like to reach out to me of course i'm always open to those conversations we try to have a presence at the annual trade show the expo we will be at the atlantic city show this year although we will not have a space on the floor so i think that Reaching out to my office is certainly an avenue, but also any Master Pools Guild member builder that that someone knows, that is a wonderful resource. My office can give you everything you need, but if you really want insight into what it means to be a Master Pools Guild member, you will not find a better resource than an existing member.
1: Your website's also a resource for uh, for homeowners too. I mean, if somebody's interested in hiring one of the higher echelon builders out there in the country, they can just hop on your website and uh, see what members are uh, in their local area, right?
2: Absolutely. And that has always been an initiative of ours. The Guild Office has the goal of providing an avenue from the consumer to our member builders. And it's surprising. It's often surprising how much traffic comes through that website. If you uh, click through and enter a zip code or a location, it will bring you to. It will dial you down to your nearest Master Pools Guild member builder, and it allows the consumer the option of filling out a small, short, little form, and it goes directly to the builder. Our office also gets a copy because we like to keep a list of how many of those inquiries flow through the website.
1: Well, it's been a really informative conversation, Terry. I mean, I guess the last question I would have would be moving into the next era of MPG under your directorship. What's on the horizon for your organization?
2: We are focused on continuing to support our membership as best we can. And in the day and age of everything digital, we are finding that there's a need to upgrade a few of our processes. We are doing everything that we can do to provide members with the best and strongest relationships, builder to vendors. We're strengthening those vendor partnerships. We are looking at areas where we are underrepresented and working to find members that would be a good fit for the Guild family in those areas and doing everything that we can do to make sure that our membership is equipped and ready for 2024 and beyond. I think you would agree, Joe, the last few years for this industry have been out of the ordinary in many ways. I believe that's left us all wondering what's on the horizon. So our goal is to anticipate what those challenges might be and to make sure that our office is able to assist our members in moving forward in a position of strength.
1: Well, Terry, thanks so much for taking the time out to chat with us today. I really enjoyed having you on the show and getting to learn a little bit more about the organization.
2: Well, Joe, I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I've enjoyed chatting with you as well. Look forward to working with your team in the future and uh, wishing you all the best as we all move into 2024.
1: Well, that's all the time we have left today. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And we'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast.
0: Get everything you need for your next job without the hassle at aquablumosaics.com. We carry everything from high quality pool tile, porcelain pavers, grout, fire and water features, and everything in between that you need to get your project done and put some money in your pocket. A literal showroom in the palm of your hand, we are the most powerful tool any pool contractor can have in their pocket. Become an Aqua Pro and save money on every order, get free samples, and have full access to our unmatched customer service. Easy to remember, hard to forget, visit Aqua blue mosaics